The Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit mtbj.net. From preps to pros and everything in between, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Live from the Lee Company Studio. With the Hall of Famer Mo Patton, here's Chris Yad. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this hump day edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. We are live from the Lee Company Studio. Glad to have you with us here in. Radio Land on the interwebs, wherever you may be taking us in, WZYX 94.5 The Eagle until 5 p.m. tonight, 101.7 WKOM, all the way till 6 o'clock. Again, thank you guys for being with us. We certainly appreciate it. As we got a, We got a heck of a show today, jam-packed full of stuff to talk about, and we're going to get going here momentarily but first mo what's up not much man just um our start time kind of sneaked up snuck up on me a little bit and i'm still over here taking care of some show prep so oh that's okay we'll get there in just a minute well we've got the first segment taken care of so that's there's that that's all that's really all that matters at at this point (laughs) because that's the one we're in we'll worry about the next one tomorrow (laughs) oh man tell you JP working hard over there on the always on the video and the board and we always the hardest working guy in the room. We appreciate that certainly. Mo, well, let's get into some top stories because we have quite mm-hmm. a few. We do couple we do. of couple of real quick notes. One, we're going to talk about this one in the next segment, so we'll just touch on it right here. Tennessee and Pittsburgh football, September eleventh. And somehow this was news to both of us. I don't know how I didn't realize that Tennessee and Pitt were playing, but I just... The second game of the season. I guess I was just overlooking this season, looking forward to the future. <laughs> I, I guess that that's the only thing that I can think of. I, I have no idea. Um, so those two teams are playing one another, and there is a unique connection between those two. That, is, that people of a certain age may not know. It's it it's kind of like if Alabama and Texas A and M had played, you know, in the seventies or something. Well, I guess Alabama and Kentucky when they play, maybe. Eh, yeah, but they're not in the same. Co- they're in the same conference. Right, These yeah. two aren't. So I, that's kind of why I went with A and M. But well, yeah, I mean, the best coach to that point in school history. <laughs> <laughs> is shared by both, both schools. schools. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it'll be the Johnny Majors Classic at Neyland Stadium on September 11th. And that's not just, you know, they newspaper just, fodder. That's Yeah, they didn't just draw, draw that out of a hat. You know, yeah, that's, no. so, yeah, that's, it's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know, I don't know why that wasn't the plan 
from the get. Yeah, as soon as that game was set. I mean, I don't know when. It's the first uh-huh. game of a home-and-home series. I don't know. I do. Because I know who the AD was when it was set. I'm not saying anything because wow. we're on in Winchester. We'll tell you about that one in the second hour. <laughs> <laughs> How long has that game been on the docket? I have no I mean, idea. Uh, okay, just you're just being you're just being <laughs> Captain Chaos over here. Okay, so they have played twice previously, and oh. um, Majors was actually on the sidelines for both those games in '80 and in '83. So they split. No, Pitt won them both. Tennessee is 0-2 all-time against no, Pitt? No, 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 no. No? Tennessee is 2-0. and Oh. oh. Um, well, that makes more sense. No, wait a minute, wait a minute. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> yes. I, I, re- re- reading, reading is fundamental. Yeah. Pitt won the first matchup 30-6 and the second 13-3. Majors coach Tennessee in both games falling to Jackie Sherrill in 80 and Fogue Faggio. Jackie Sherrill? Coached at Pitt? He succeeded. Coach Majors at Pitt. That's amazing. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh. Pitt with the SEC pipeline. Stuff actually did happen before you were born. Yeah, like, you know, you finishing school. <laughs> That's not accurate, I guess. This is. It took you long enough. I was looking over there wondering where it was because I knew it was coming. Oh, man. I was in shock like you were with that statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk more about this in the next segment, or I'm going to talk more about this in the next segment. Chris may not be here. Um, with man, with, with the sp- spiciness of this show, I hope you got the sizzle reel coming. <laughs> with with Spring Hill golf and tennis coach and Rick Brackney, who walked on at UT under Coach Majors, so I figure he's got some stories. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, real quick, couple of other notes. The speaking of Tennessee scheduling notes, right? Yeah, uh, little softball coming to Columbia as coming back to Columbia. I guess the Mid State Classic returns. It will return in twenty twenty two in March. Is that correct? March fifteenth. UT and Memphis will play at Ridley Park. Um, it's a event that has ebbed and flowed. I guess since it began, they have taken some time off for scheduling issues. They have taken some time off for weather Weather. issues. They've taken some time off for pandemic issues. They've not played this time since 2019. So, but they will play this year. They are scheduled to play all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good Lord willing. And the Creek don't rise. (laughs) Yeah. So in, Little League Southeast Region finals action. Big win for Nolansville as they get a 10-run fifth. Trailing 3 nothing. Went to the fifth, down three. Stoutened up on the offense. <laughs> Clearly they did. Uh, 10 runs in the fifth. And that was all they needed. It, yeah, and they will go in as the the I guess the number one of, seed of the Southeast region. Yeah, so yeah. they'll play a two seed out of. And so, I mean, yeah, uh, you would think. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the format's going to be, but you'd like to think that they wouldn't be playing another number one from somewhere. Yeah. As as the Little League World Series shapes up this time, with no international teams competing, they are taking the top two 
teams from each of the eight U.S. regions. And so both Tennessee and Florida will advance. Um, it's pretty cool. So it's, I'm wondering, I hope it's going to be a 16-team double elim bracket. I think uh, it's two eight double elims, but yeah. I hate that. I think it's an east and west. Is it east and west? I think so. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. That'll be interesting. And it's no, it's no Lensville with an E, but Nolan Brown with an A. As they mentioned on the telecast on ESPN earlier this afternoon, um, was pretty much the star of this regional. The son of Vanderbilt pitching, pitching coach Scott Brown. For the tournament, went 12 for 20. That's 600 if you're keeping up at home. Four home runs, 13 ribs. So they are not in East and West. They are in the Tom Seaver and Hank Aaron brackets oh wow <laughs> so that, well which could be east and west i mean tom Seaver's a native of california hank aaron's from alabama nope uh, oh <laughs> because so there's, tennessee's there's no, in the tom Seaver division <laughs> there's so there's no geographic no okay it's tennessee and great lakes b they will play on the 19th so tennessee is southeast a uh they no no great lakes b i guess is just uh, oh we don't have, yeah, we don't have. So, yes, they are the Southeast A. Okay. That's correct. Okay. And then uh, Florida is actually on the other side. They're in the Hank Aaron division. I want to be in the Hank Aaron division. So, that's that's <laughs> interesting. Uh, Louisiana is the only other team. To that's Lafayette, Louisiana. I caught them Sunday afternoon playing against. West Texas. S- yeah. Right? Yeah. Did you see the the strike call that was in the uh, left handed batter's box and the kid's face was just like in that game or in another that game? That one? No, no, I didn't see that. I flipped it over you. there after the Braves got over with on Sunday afternoon. But uh, there have been a couple. I saw one on Twitter last week that was a lot like that, and and the defensive team just ran off the field like like nothing happened. You know, like, yeah. like it was par for the course. <laughs> Kids well, still standing there in the box like, are you kidding me right now? For real? Um, for real, for real? But, yeah, so uh, there it, it is 2-8-team. Okay. Double E-Lim. All right. All right. Well, and I guess the regions are a modified double E-Lim until you get down to the championship game because, as you recall, Tennessee lost in their opener to Georgia but did not have to beat Florida. Florida hadn't lost. Until today. Until Correct. today. Yeah, so – Yes, it is just I mean, one final. It's, yeah, yeah there's which, no. If if you are the winner and you lose in that championship game, you got to be a little salty. At least they are both going to Williamsport. They still have a chance. Yeah, yeah. they're still they, they're still going to Williamsport. And I mean, so. I guess you know on the front end what the setup is, but still, if, if I've gone un, undefeated and losing the championship game, I'm I'm looking for that to if a game. team that's already lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, if if anybody in Columbia remembers. Nolansville is the team that eliminated Columbus in the state American, tournament. In the state in, tournament, up so. in Maryville a few so weeks ago. At, so. at least there's some consolation there. That team's going to Williamsport, so <laughs> right. as the number one seed. Yeah. Uh, finally, in top stories, yesterday we got a chance to go out to Columbia Central and see Tullahoma take on the Lions. That was an interesting uh, dynamic because, as we noted, it. Scrimmages are supposed to look more like practices than games. Well, the only thing that they didn't have that a game would have was 
a chain gang. Yeah, they did not have a chain gang. But uh, the rest of it was pretty well right down to timeouts, which means somebody was keeping a clock. I guess. I, I mean, I, they were. They they well, they were keeping like a running clock because I know at one time they were like, oh, we got five minutes for the half. You know, just kind of. Obviously, you got to keep some sort of timer. Yeah. But, um, unless you, and, unless you're up there and you just like, ah, we'll play till dark, which is what they did. <laughs> yeah, because up there, once it gets dark, you can't play. There are <laughs> no, no lights. lights. Yeah. So go to the baseball field. Turn those on. Uh, keep going. I don't think you're getting Mark. on pickle in Pickle Park. I don't think so for either. football. No, oh, but um, Central with a thirteen nothing win against a team that last year went to the state quarterfinals in four A, finished twelve and one. So, I think they got to feel pretty good about themselves, particularly on defense. And the kid who the last time we talked about him, I couldn't remember his last name. Nick Butler. Yes, I remember it now. I ain't gonna forget I, I, it. I shan't forget it again. No. Ain't gonna forget it. after his performance yesterday. Yeah, even with the fumble, I mean, despite that, he, he still dropped had really, an interception too, and his and it. his teammates got all over him. He probably won't drop another one either. That was that was rough to watch. I felt, I felt bad for him for a second. Did see him get two in one game against Dixon County last year though. So mm-hmm. so he catches more than he drops for sure, no doubt. Yeah, but they, you're right. They they got to look good. Story about that kind of on MainStreetPreps.com with a feature on the the three basketball seniors who are playing football. (laughs) Funny you say that, because only two of those basketball seniors are seniors. Oh. Yeah. um, Quandrice Pete is a junior, as his mom texted me before I got up this morning. She's like, stop making him older than he is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Seniors Q Martin and Bubba Perkins both playing for the first time since middle school. Uh, Junior Quandrice Pete, same situation. He hadn't played since fifth grade. And that's um, insane. Jordan Davis, a sophomore, did actually play last year, but didn't. I don't think he saw a whole lot of varsity time. But anyway, um, John Moore, very excited about having those guys out there. And you can see more, as Chris said, on MainStreetPreps.com. Yes, you can. All right, JP, it's about break time. So what do you say we give them the Wednesday rundown? This is the rundown. In Tuesday, high school volleyball action, Zion Christian defeated Riverside 3-0, um, 25-10, 26-24, and 25-14, the Lady Eagles. High school soccer, I believe this was a scrimmage since Cascade can't play officially until next week, but Cascade defeated Zion Christian 7-2. In high school golf yesterday, Summit defeated Columbia Central Indy with a 39 from Piper Davis defeated Ravenwood, and Ravenwood boys defeated Indy. In Major League Baseball action, a doubleheader featuring the Brewers and the Cubs. The Brewers take two from the Cubbies, 4-2 in seven and 6-3 in the nightcap. The Braves edge the Reds 3-2 in a one-run win for the Braves. That's a rarity these days. And the Cardinals, a 4-1 winner over the Pirates. In televised baseball action tonight, um, the Dodgers continue their series in Philadelphia. After Go Dodgers. De- yes, after defeating Philadelphia last night. Um, that game is at 6 o'clock and will be shown on ESPN. The Reds and the Braves continue their three-game series at 6.20 on Valley Sports. That game will also be aired on our sister station, 
103.7 WKRM pregame beginning at 5.05. That's going to do it for the Wednesday Rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. When we come back, we will have, like you said, Spring Hill Golf and Tennis Coach Rick Bratney going to join us, talk about his time as a UT football walk-on under Johnny Majors. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be right back, right after this. Fast Stop Markets is a full-service, family-owned convenience store chain located in 14 locations throughout Middle and West Tennessee. For those in our listing area, you can find them in Columbia, Centerville, Lawrenceburg, Spring Hill, Dixon, and White Bluff. Fast Stop partners with wholesale fuel brands like Shell, Marathon, and Exxon, delivering a consistent customer experience that is fast, friendly, and clean. If it's not already, it will soon become your go-to store to shop in town or on the road. Fast Stop Markets is proud to be keeping you moving in Tennessee. Keep your home as comfortable as possible. If you have any issues with your air conditioner, electrical, or plumbing systems, call Lee Company. Our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity. You see what we see, whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof. We're here 24-7, so if you need us, call us. Lee Company, call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at leecompany.com. That's leecompany.com. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, from preps to pros, live from the Lee Company Studio with the Hall of Famer Mo Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint, coming to you on WKOM 101.7 FM, WZYX 94.5, The Eagle, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube sm-tnsports.com you can still see it live there pretty uh pretty interesting story here as we noted in the first segment tennessee's home and home with pit over the next two years will be known as the johnny majors classic this series was scheduled six years ago which means it would not it would have predated that would have been dave who would who was that (laughs) it's a great question who's the guy that's at wake forest now yes it's hart is that hart man they've been through (laughs) exactly (laughs) i do not know the answer to that hang on john curry there we go that's who i was thinking of he was the, the the what was the watch we were what was his name? The guy that's at the Raiders. Gr- Gruden Watch. Oh, yeah. The groomers. Groomers. Were under John Curry. Let's see. 
Okay, so he was vice chancellor and director of athletics at the University of Tennessee from February 28th, 2017 until December 1st, 2017. So it was he wasn't John, even a full year, so it wasn't, wasn't him. Curry. So it must have been hard. Had to be hard. Interesting. That's crazy. Anyway, it was announced six years ago. So they've had four ADs. Since the end of 2016. It's correct. It's insane. Oh. Nonetheless, the first game of this series, now known as the Johnny Majors Classic, will be taking place September 11th, 2021 at Neyland Stadium. Next year, on September 10th, 2022, the two teams will play at Heinz Field, the great big ketchup bottle in Pittsburgh. Mustard. I, I never understood why Chris Berman called it the great big ketchup bottle because Heinz does make mustard. And they it's did. yellow. And, they're, and they're, yeah, and it's yellow. Mm-hmm. The whole stadium is yellow. Well, Chris I, Chris Berman. What did I say? They're, no, no. I oh, mean, that's what, what I said. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he wasn't on our list yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you're not. Oh, man. Anyway, to talk a little bit about the namesake of this classic slash two-game series. It's not really a classic. It's a two-game series, but maybe it'll continue. I hope so. Uh, Joining us now is Spring Hill tennis and golf coach Rick Brackney, who spent some time learning under coach Johnny Majors. Rick, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Gentlemen, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I tell you what, when y'all were trying to come up with names, I was trying to think of it, and I was thinking of Dave Clawson, who was the offensive coordinator there for a little bit under Fulmer, who went over to Wake Forest, and then mm-hmm. you're thinking of others. It shows you where our uh, athletic or football program is right now when you're having to do all that and trying to remember all these different names and in and out of the door, it's it's kind of sad. Hopefully we got somebody over there right now that's going to be there for a while. It's very sad, and it's got to be sad, particularly for someone who has invested the time in it that you did, Rick, playing in that program as a walk-on. But once you get there, I mean, walk-ons, scholarships, you're all out there sweating the same sweat. So, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly oh, not okay. trying to distinguish between you. No, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, just walking out today, uh, you know, we're we're canceling a practice because of 105 heat index, and uh, and I was like, okay, back then you just took your sips of water from the uh, from the cooler and you kept on going. Uh, this is just beyond me about this. I mean, but these kind of days it just brought you back to two a days. I mean, we had two a days, uh, so you know, you're going two a days out there in this kind of heat. Uh, it's just, it was normal back then, but now it's, you can't do it. So yeah, this is bringing back memories of, of those, uh, two a days and spring, you know, camps. And then you go back to the winter workouts where you're getting up for 6am, uh, Tim Karen yelling at you to get moving faster and hit it and get it. And, uh, you know, memories just come flooding back. And, and I, I don't do a very good Johnny majors at all, but I would imagine if, if coach majors had been told that practice was going to be canceled over 105 heat index, he'd have hit you with a, huh? <laughs> oh, but you know, no, 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 we're we going we to get out there. We're going we to practice. This is what you're talking about. We're going to get out there. We're going to attack, attack, attack. We are not going to cancel practice. <laughs> <laughs> not happening. It was amazing, Rick. Um, Chris sent me a screenshot 
regarding this this news coming down earlier today about Coach Majors being recognized and honored with this ball game. And like I said, I didn't realize they were playing, but it it just would have made sense <laughs> to me that that once that game was set, that that would be the plan. I mean, I don't I don't know if somebody just came to that realization here not too long ago that hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Danny White, yeah. that that guy coached both these programs. I mean, you know, yeah, it's um. Well, here's the, here's what I'm thinking. I mean, there there have been rumors within the Letterman's you know that they were going to do this, and of course, when Coach died last year, um, you know whether it was still going to happen, and so there was a lot of going back and forth, and gotcha. you know, you, you you still hate to say it, but Coach Former and Coach Majors, even though they had somewhat buried the hatchet, were not exactly probably on the best of terms and so you know whether that had anything to do with it but i think there was a lot to go that that a lot of people thought there was going to be some sort of an an honor for coach uh at this game but you know with him passing uh, you know it just kind of all kind of got up in the air and then of course you have a new athletic director is it still going to happen so i'm glad they did i didn't know that they were doing it until mo called me about this you know a couple hours ago i didn't know that they were doing it so I'm, i'm glad they are I think well, it just came down a couple hours ago. <laughs> and I think you have yeah. to be careful when you use buried the hatchet with Johnny Majors yeah. and Philip Fulmer as well. As we are on in Winchester. That's, that's why I said but, somewhat. Yeah. Somewhat. I'll, I'll tell you. The handle may be buried, but the sharp point may be sticking out. <laughs> one end or the other. We're not sure. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, you know, one of the things that as we talk about whether this was going to happen or not. And this is just me as a, and I am a Tennessee fan. So please y'all don't come for me in the comments. <laughs> There's there, there are tickets available <laughs> and it's a noon kickoff. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. if you're trying to yeah. put butts in seats, this will get a few more in there, whether, you know, there may be some, it's probably going to be a much older crowd than you're used to, <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, but that being said, I mean, you're trying to sell tickets on top of everything else. And that's probably not a reason. That's a reason to do it. It's definitely not one not to do it. And, and when you couple that right. with, you know, it's August 11th, this game is in exactly a month, month and there are tickets available for a football game in Neyland stadium. You know, right. going going back, Rick, to what you said at the open. I mean, we it, it kind of it's an indication of where Tennessee athletics, where Tennessee football is these days. No, you're you're exactly right. I mean, you know, back in our day, I mean, you know, I was there in '88 when we went 0 and six to start off uh, in the stadium seats. You know, at that time, was seating ninety thousand people. And, you know, even at 0-6, we were getting 88, 89,000 people in there. Um, so, uh, you know, it's just beyond me to think that Neyland Stadium is having trouble filling. But, again, that's, that's kind of where we are. And then, of course, the kicker is this noon kickoff. And, of course, you get to thank the SEC Network, I believe, for that. Uh, I mean, our first three games are at noon, which I'm like, that's unheard of. I mean, I, the lovely times back in, you know, where every, you knew your first two games were going to be at night, uh, back in the day as well. Uh, you know, all this TV and everybody's going to kick off at noon. If it's not a premier game, it's, it's bad, but yeah, hopefully this will be a few more sheets sold and, you know, maybe we can get, you know, a hundred thousand in there, but, uh, we'll see. Johnny majors, the Huntland graduate 
The Highland Hornet. The Hornet. The Hornet. Played played his, his, his football at Tennessee and coached twice at Pitt before and after his Tennessee tenure. Had 185 mm-hmm. wins, 137 losses, 10 ties in 29 seasons. I, I thought this quote from Josh Heupel was pretty impressive. Uh, you know, he said, Coach Majors was synonymous with Tennessee football, and that has become even more apparent to me in my short time here in Knoxville. He always preached attack, attack, attack to his teams, a mantra we still apply today. It's only appropriate the two teams impacted the most, he impacted the most, will honor him with a game in his namesake, and we are proud to take part in it. You know, that's that's kind of what you have to really think about. You know, Coach Majors was the kind of the Bear Bryant of Tennessee he, coming home, you know, to take over a program that was struggling when he got here and and really brought them yeah. back to, you know, kind of what he what what it was while he was a player. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, of, what was that like? What what was he, what was it, it like being part of those those last few years there at Tennessee with Coach Majors? Well, and the thing about Coach Majors, he was, he was a builder. Uh, you know, you look back at his career and you look at his record and you say, well, that really wasn't a great record. And But people don't realize the places that he went right. and what he did to them. He went to Iowa State, his first coaching job. Uh, turned them around in three years, put them in their first bowl game. He's still revered up in Iowa City. I'm, well, I'm sorry, wherever Iowa State is. Um, he's still revered up there. He would go up there every year for a game uh, and be honored by, by teams and people up there. Uh, then, he, of course, he goes there to Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh was a nothing team. Uh, and he got up there, and he found Tony Dorsett, of course. And of course, one of his famous quotes is, uh, he's been from his books and so forth, that he's, you know, he doesn't know what they're going to do for offense, and it's terrible. And then they give the ball to Tony Dorsett on the, you know, as a freshman, and he's running an eighty-yard touchdown. And Coach Majors is trying to keep up with him, yelling, "We got an offense! We got an offense!" <laughs> so, uh, it's all you need. so there you go. Yeah, and then you turn around and he gives him a national championship, and then from there he comes over to Tennessee, where Bill Battle, uh, you know, great guy, but unfortunately was not a great coach, not a great recruiter, and you know, takes Tennessee to, you know, the highest heights it's been since Neyland. And then, of course, before Coach Former brought the national title. I mean, he won three SEC titles at UT. Uh, and, of course, the 85, the Sugar Balls, that everybody's going to, you know, remember. So, you know, he took programs that were down and nothing, really, when he got there. Uh, Tennessee, of course, still had the name, still had the recognition. Uh, and then just and made them national powers again. You know, the 88 team that, again, that I was a part of was just an anomaly that happened during that, that time. Because you got to remember, in 85, we go to the Sugar Bowl. And that's when people really thought we turned the corner. Mm-hmm. 86, we had a little bit down year because we ended up going to the Liberty Bowl. But, of course, you know, it was we had a bunch of injuries. Uh, Coach, uh, you know, and the defense didn't play that great that year. But we ended up turning it around. We come back to 87, you know, we go to the kickoff classic, win the kickoff classic. We end up beating Indiana in the, uh, in the Peach Bowl to go 10-2-1. and one. And then you look at the, who we lost to uh, in that year, and you're like, well, we lost to you know, two top 10 teams. And, uh, and Todd, Colorado, or I'm sorry, um, I think that might have been Tech. But anyways, um, so we had 
And then, of course, 89, you know, we go 0-6 in 88. And but from that point on, we had, we won, I forgot what the record was, but we won 17 of our next 18 games, I believe it was. Including because, number of course, five. we go 11 and, yeah, we go 11 and 1 in 1989. We win five in a row at the end. And then, of course, you win a few more at the beginning of uh, 1990. So you, you think, think about that. And then, of course, 91 came along in 92 when everything just kind of fell apart for Coach because of his, his heart attack, his surgery. Uh, and, you know, the, the tides of, hey, let's, let's get Fulmer in here. You know, he's, he's young, he's fresh, uh, that whole kind of deal, which unfortunately happened to Coach Fulmer 16 years later, too. But Coach Majors was just a, a dynamo of a man who had the energy. You, I've never seen a more animated coach in my entire life than Coach Majors, not only in games, but in practices. He was getting in the drills. He was turning his hat around to, to do drills. He was getting in the quarterback. He was he was punting. I mean, he did everything when he was at UT, so he did everything in practice. So he could do, you know, the animations that he had just made you want to go out and play for this man. Uh, it just, he had a great effect on anybody that played for him. And, you know, it, it's stuff I do today. I mean, I was interviewed a, a number of years ago with Coach Major's uh, golf tournament over in Lake Kansas. And that was when I was coaching football at Spring Hill with the freshman head coach. And, you know, I told him, I use his saying. I use the game maxims in my talks. You know, everything, just about everything I do with coaching, obviously modern stuff. A lot of the stuff I did in coaching, I learned from Coach Majors how to do it, how to express it, how to, um, you know, get the best out of your, your players, whether, you know, depending on what they're, uh, you know, how they thought about things. So he had a great impact on me not only as a player, as a person, and as a coach. Yeah, you and so many others. We we actually spoke with uh, Coach Ray Green, who he hired up in at Iowa State, the first black coach in major college football. So Johnny Majors was a big part of a lot of different programs, as you mentioned, and he is going to be honored, as we've said, September 11th at Neyland Stadium when the Vols host Pittsburgh – the Panthers come to town. It's going to be a lot of fun. Coach Brackney, thanks so much for hanging out with us, and uh, good luck out there on the links this fall. Uh, I appreciate it, and it's, it's kind of like Coach Majors. I'm a builder. I'm going to build this Spring Hill High School golf in Tennessee. got to build them up. Got to take them small, get them up. That's what I'm doing every day. Well, <laughs> Except when it's 105 degrees. Except when it's 105. Do it. There you go. Hey, stay hydrated, Rick. We appreciate you. Absolutely, Jim. I appreciate the time. And like I said, I can't think of a better man to honor for this game. Uh, coach Majors is a great guy, great coach. And I'm, I'm looking forward to being at the game. Uh, I'm going to the game and, you know, who knows? I may throw some players out there. I don't know, but I'm looking forward. But I appreciate the time, gentlemen. Y'all have a good day. Take care. That is Rick Brackney, current Spring Hill golf and tennis coach, former walk-on under Johnny Majors at the University of Tennessee. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the Atlanta Braves – Continue their series tonight against the Cincinnati Red Stockings, and we will talk about it when we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. 
Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. sports talk you'll only find here it's southern middle tennessee sports today live from the lee company studio with the hall of famer mo Patton. here's chris yow welcome back folks (laughs) jp was throwing cell phones and then next thing i know it disappeared and we couldn't it it just and then was returned by the troll of it's 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 been a minute. We're back, but we're back, yeah. and we're talking Braves. Briefly. We're fans too. Briefly, <laughs> we are briefly talking Braves. But before that, tomorrow is the Field of Dreams game, and this is just a friendly reminder that Field of Dreams is overrated. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. Also, want to tell you this short segment is sponsored by Columbia Academy. Columbia Academy. Yeah. Can, can yeah, you want to tell us about them? This segment's brought to you by Columbia Academy. They're scheduling appointments for visits. You can find them online at cabulldogs.org. They have campuses in Columbia and in Spring Hill, so be sure and check them out again. That's cabulldogs.org, Columbia Academy. Thank you for telling us about them. Uh, Iowans have bought a billboard that basically says, hey, stop the blackouts because uh, we get teams we don't care about here. Well, and they've gotten, and they are blacked out. Six teams are blacked out in Six. Iowa. Six. And it's like, uh, this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So can we, you know, maybe watch who we want? <laughs> and so they bought a billboard. Hopefully Rob Manfred sees it. Not that he's going to care. <laughs> um, yeah. Because he's not even going to know what that means. He's like, they play baseball here? What? What is baseball? Also, two Tennessee vintage baseball teams are going to be playing at Rickwood Field. Man. I, I, I'll get you the details on that because it's going to be really cool. Uh, we'll talk more about it when we have time. We may need to make a field that's, trip. That's what I was thinking. So anyway, there's that. Braves-Reds, second Braves game Reds. of the series tonight, 620, 5.05 pregame on our sister station, 103.7 WKRM. Um, Tuki Toussaint gets a start, 1-2 and two with a 4.43 ERA. Croissant. Tuki Croissant. Uh, Wade Miley, 9-4 and four with a 2.75 goes for the Reds. Braves won 3-2 last night. They have now won six of their last seven and rolling. Um, Drew Smiley gave up a two-run home run in the top of the second, finished up. Two runs, two hits, over six innings with seven strikeouts, three shutout innings for the from the bullpen, including Will Smith. Go figure. But it wasn't without its drama. Well, it wasn't without its drama. But I mean, the either bottom one line, of them. The bottom Luke line or is his. He, the bottom line is he brought it home. He got which it home. he didn't Saturday night. So, so take it where it comes. We'll take it. Um. So long, Kevin Smith. Um, Yay! Travis Dor- <laughs> can we get the clapping? Can we get the clap? See um, you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Yeah. Travis Darno uh, activated tonight and will start 
for the Braves against Cincinnati. Real quick, um, August 11th, 1968, 62-year-old Satchel Page, 158 days short of the five years of playing time required for MLB pension eligibility, was signed by the Atlanta Braves as an assistant trainer and pitching coach. Um, he had hoped to play, didn't play, pitched in a series of um, exhibitions the following spring, got his 158 days in between the end of the 68 season and the 69 season, drew $250 a month starting in 1972, died 10 years later. But the Braves did set your page a solid on this date in 1968. As well they should have. And glad it was the Braves. Should have been anybody else or everybody else. Exactly. They all should have signed him. Uh, Nashville Sounds tonight continue their series at Louisville Slugger Field. Uh, they come in after losing 8 1 yesterday. Got a solo homer in the top of the first, and that was it. Got beat 8 to 1 last night. So Louisville scored five in the second and three in the third to get the win. That game is at 5 30 tonight. Hunter Green getting the Hunter start Green. for Louisville. Yeah. That's kind of, and Thomas Jenkins on the bump for uh, the Sounds, who's been solid as a reliever, not so great as a starter. So anyway, we'll see how that goes. That's going to do it for this hour sorry we had to get the braves out so quickly but that's okay is what it is when we come back alan taylor of the athletic talking florida as we continue previewing southeastern conference football teams so stick around on the other side of the top of the hour we're right back on southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint stay with us Thank you for listening to the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast brought to you by Parks Motor Sales. Don't forget to listen each day live 9 to 11 a.m. on WKOM 1017 FM in Columbia. Also visit our website sm-tnsports.com for more local sports coverage in Southern Middle Tennessee. 